Hey everyone, welcome back here because we're going to be doing another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 203. Miss uh, Tiny But Fierce's uh, second appearance on the show. She was just asking, she's like, oh my God, Miss K, you're the most sexiest, hottest, buffest, smartest content creator. I just have to come on your show again, obviously. Please let me on. This is exactly what happened. Am, am I right? <laughs> sure, it is. <laughs> Hey, let's just feel the enthusiasm in her voice when she said that. <laughs> Holy shit. But it's crazy. The last time we talked one-on-one, -on -one, there's been a lot of stuff that has happened since then. You know, you had a giant war breakout. I mean, you had people giving their, huh, I would say, interesting opinions about shit they've they don't know about it all, but you know, that's just human nature in general. So yeah, yeah. that tends to be all the time, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's actually every time. It's literally every single time it happens, actually. Um, but I was gonna ask you first about this before we go into the more juicier stuff, which is like the anime stuff we want to talk about last night, which is uh what did you think initially about the whole like Israel versus like uh Palestine war, actually? We're not on YouTube, right? <laughs> no, we're on Rumble. Uh well, considering I have a lot of family there, I'm generally mm -hmm. uh, somewhat biased, one might say, that uh, mm -hmm. I think that a country that has offered peace more than a dozen times, has tried to create a secondary state more than six times, mm -hmm. and was minding their own goddamn business celebrating a holiday when they were viciously attacked, and the only people they attacked were civilians, that, that that pretty much puts you in the bad guy category to me. Like you are a bad guy. There there is no there's no coming back from that. You decided to uh, rape and kill innocent civilians without any warning or any legitimate reasoning. And you, on top of all that, you laughed as you did it and you live streamed it. I'm sorry. There's no coming back from that for me personally. Um, do I think that there are plenty of innocent civilians in Gaza? Yes, absolutely. Do I think that they have a small responsibility for the fact that they elected, they allowed Hamas to kill the PLO leader, then legitimately elected them and have never pushed for another election since now. Hamas is evil, and if you push for an election against them, you're probably putting yourself in danger, maybe even your entire family in danger. I absolutely Accept that. But when the people that you put in power start slaughtering innocent civilians and the military of those civilians decides to come back and you're living on top of a fucking mortar rocket, I, 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 I have trouble having more than the most basic sympathies. It's wrong that you die. It's wrong that you're injured. It's wrong that your children die. Absolutely. All of that is wrong. Life's not fair. It's not. Nothing in life is fair. Nothing in nature is fair. We try yeah. to make life as fair as possible using civilization, using mm -hmm. modern societies, or even ancient societies. We're trying in some ways to make life as fair as possible for as many people as possible. Now, in historic or, historically speaking, that was generally a small number of people. But in general, society, civilization is the closest we get to fair. And even then, it doesn't always work. Generally, there's always issues and problems, but I, mm -hmm. I, I just, 
on top of everything, for three days after the original attack, I couldn't contact my cousins. I did not know if they were there. One of them is the exact right age to have been at that concert. And she's very much for peace. So she would have been at a concert specifically designed for peace. People from all over the world had come to that stupid concert to celebrate peace in the Middle East, to celebrate the fact that Saudi Arabia was going to sign the freaking Abraham Accords, that it looked like things were getting better for everyone in the Middle East to a large degree. That's Mm -hmm. what that concert was for. That's the people that they slaughtered. Were people who were there were for peace. So, like, I'm sorry. I, I when people say, "Well, we need peace now," I'm like, "Well, you had peace. There was peace." Not to mention, when every anytime everyone gets mad about the Israelis cut off water and power. Well, let's see. In 2005, the Israeli government said everyone living in Gaza who's Israeli or Jewish has to leave. We're giving Gaza completely over to the Palestinians and to the Gazans. They can do whatever they want with it. They were given billions in aid. Billions. When it looked like the money wasn't going where the money needed to go because the UN observers don't ever fucking do their jobs ever. People sent them actual materials. Okay, it looks like they're not. We give them billions of dollars. Multiple countries have given them money. Many, many countries have given them millions and millions and millions of dollars. Did they take that money and make infrastructure? No, 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 they didn't. Did they take that money and build water systems? No, no, they didn't. Did they build power plants? No, no, they didn't. So when the money wasn't working, they sent the materials. They sent them pipes. Do you know what they did with those pipes? They cut them up and turned them into mortar rockets. So if you want to know why they don't have water and they don't have power, it's not because Israel turned it off. It's because Gaza never built any. Mm. It was a key Israel thing to bring up. Been giving them power and water mm-hmm. for more than a decade. Since for, for mm. almost 20 years, they have been taking care of them in every way possible. Also, there's a there's a there's a a a, a, a they are there's a border uh in uh, not a border, there's a gate in the wall that is I'm, it starts with an H. I'm forgetting the name, but basically it's the gate of peace. If you come to that gate and you're not armed and you're not carrying a bomb and you need help in any way, your child is sick and the hospital can't doesn't have the right doesn't have the right medication, which it always should because the UN fucking stocks that thing with stocks Gaza with anything they need, anything they request, the UN gives them pretty much. So I don't understand how they can ever not have what they need, but all sorts of times they don't have what they need. Someone must have sold it on the black market, huh? But you go to that you go to that gate and you say, my child is sick. They will take you to an Israeli hospital. They will have them checked out. And if there's something really, really bad that they know that they have surgeons that can deal with and Gazans don't, they'll take care of it. And most of the time, they do it for free. So I'm sorry. If there was, I just, when they talk about occupiers, there's been nobody occupying Gaza since 2005. And you know how I know that? Not because the Israeli government told me, because I was there in 2005. I was there that summer. I saw the protests that people did not want to leave. I saw when they decided that it didn't matter and they started dragging people out. There were IDF soldiers crying. There were IDF soldiers freaking practically puking their guts up because they were dragging people out of their homes. People who had been there for 40 years. Their, their grandparents were settlers. Their parents were born there. They were born there. If you're a third generation, are you really still a settler? 
If you were born in that house, are you really still a settler? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm really not sure that that's a legitimate statement. But even if it was true, they were all pulled out. They were all forced to leave in 2005. There are no Israelis in Gaza. There are no Jews in Gaza. So I'm sorry, but all of the bullshit, all of the supposed reasoning behind this, this open air prison that they've been, that, that, that they have to deal with the settlers, it's all bullshit. There's no gate, there's a wall on the other side of Gaza with, with, with Egypt. There's no gate there. There's no gate that if you're sick or you're, you're hungry or your child is ill and no one can take care of them, that the, that the Egyptians will take care of you. You go up to that gate and you don't have money to bribe the Egyptians for something, you get shot in the head or you just get turned away. That's it. The Egyptians don't care two shits about Gazans. They hate them. How about the other side, the Jordanians? Well, well, there's a problem with that. The Jordanian king says no, no Palestinians can come into Jordan. Well, that's because the, Pal the Palestinian king did let a whole bunch of people into Jordan. And they were treated very, very badly by his ministers. That's absolutely true. It's, 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 they were treated horribly. But they assumed that the ministers were working on behalf of the king, who was just not paying attention. Let's be honest, he just didn't care. Refugees, send a minister, be in charge of them, take care of them, give them everything they need, blah, blah, blah. Well, the minister didn't give them everything they need and treated them very badly. So the Palestinians got angry. And they tried to kill the king. So the king kicked them all out of Jordan. And then Ooh. he took away, and then he decided, eventually he decided, I don't even want the West Bank. This, that was Jordanian land. From the West Bank to, to the Jordan border was Jordanian land. And, and Jordan decided, we don't even want this land. We, we don't want to deal with the refugees. We don't want the land. Here, Israel, you can have the land. Israel has tried to give that fucking back to Jordan like three times. Like three times they tried to like create a, a, a peace deal where they give the land back to Jordan. <laughs> they don't want it. And the PLO doesn't know, I mean, the PLO takes a little bit better care of the West Bank than, than Hamas takes care of Gaza, but not by much. But, but it's Israeli's fault that, that, that things aren't taken care of. I mean, it's just. Oh, there's something else I wanted to bring up, which is what people didn't really understand when all this went down was um, <clears throat> the people that you're talking about, the Palestinians, mm -hmm. they voted for that group to be there. That yeah. wasn't like they overthrew the government or the leader went and well, killed okay, the well, previous well, leader. It, it, it's both, actually. Mm. Technically, the Palestinian the PLO um, was supposed to be in charge, technically, of both Gaza and the West Bank. And there was a PLO leader, I don't remember who it was, who was in Gaza at one point, and Hamas killed him. But when they decided to have an election to get another PLO leader or elect someone else they did elect hamas and they have not unelected hamas now someone said well there hasn't been a single uh real there hasn't been a single election since 2008 and technically it, it appears that if you try to oppose hamas they're most likely going to try to kill you or they are going to kill you but what a great civilization am i right <laughs> but i mean if you elect a government, I, I mean, someone said, well, we elected the government that went in and, and based on lies, attacked Iraq and 
shouldn't they be able to come against us? And I'm like, I don't think they really should because we were lied to. And I, I don't know. I mean, our government has fucked up so many times. It's, but we don't attack civilians. We don't do any of the things that they did. So it's hard for me to say, but it's the same goddamn thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just understand the argument that other people are coming up with. I just don't think it's completely legitimate. It's only partially mm -hmm. legitimate. And it's just like... I, what do you think about all these like Palestine rallies people are having now? Been they crazy make me sick just... my stomach. I believe in the First Amendment. I believe you should have you have the right to rally. Um, mm -hmm. I think there should be certain consequences if you stand up and you say I support uh, <laughs> actual terrorist organizations because there's been people with actual Hamas actual Hamas flags, not just Palestinian flags, Hamas mm -hmm. flags. There have been people with. Uh, Taliban flags, there's people with ISIS flags in these groups, in these giant protests. Um, they have the right to say that. I also think if you are a non-citizen who is calling and cheering for a terrorist organization that kills civilians, someone should look at your fucking immigration status. I'm not saying you should be deported automatically, but someone should I'm take a look. Are be. you here legally? Are you Nah, I would take reason? it the fuck out, honestly. And, and That's what I would say. if you're a student, I, I, I don't know if you should be allowed to keep your student visa. I'm no, not no, saying I, you should be sent home, but I'm honestly yeah. not sure if you should or not. I think it needs to be talked about. It needs to be looked at. Mm, um, I, I don't know. I, don't I think, think you should get the fuck out. That's what I would do. I don't supporting think that should be just like a, you know. I'm, just, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I mm -hmm. believe in the First Amendment. I truly do. But I also believe that the Constitution applies to citizens. I don't think the Constitution applies to non-citizens necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the whole point. You are a citizen. You have the privilege of mm -hmm. rights given to you in the Constitution. You are not a citizen. You are not privileged to those things. That sucks, but it's true. Once again, life's not fair. Hmm. And, well, um, and, and I just, when it comes to this stuff on the university campuses, I believe in the First Amendment. But I also believe almost all of these university campuses that are now screaming, well, First Amendment, First Amendment, about all the, the, the pro- Palestinian and Hamas and stuff is like, well, yeah, but you haven't supported the First Amendment for all sorts of other things for decades. So you really don't get to pull it out now. A. B. I think that anyone who's a who's a donor to a university or an institution who says, I don't like that you have not come out and and said this is wrong or there's problems with this. So I'm going to not give you money anymore. I think that's perfectly legitimate. I don't think that's messing with the First Amendment. That's saying you have the right to say anything you want, but I have the right to give money to people who I like and who I don't like and not give money to many people I don't like. And I've decided I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I mean, you have that right, too. Um, the thing that really gets me is, especially on the college campuses, is the Jewish kids who have been stuck in their dorm rooms or their apartments because they're afraid to go to campus because of these giant protests. Yeah, that's or the just people, crazy. Or my, friends, or my friends and family who still live in New York City who are afraid to go downtown or afraid to be anywhere near these protests. Um, the, the protests that have been happening in England are just huge and obscene and crazy. And a lot of the stuff they say, and I, and that's another thing. I want to say something very clearly. I don't know if we have how many people are watching or how many people will watch this, but I want to be very clear. From the river to the sea has only one goddamn meaning. One. It does not mean peace. It does not mean uh, anything except the death of every Jew in Israel. From the river to the sea means from the freaking West Bank to the Mediterranean. We want all of the land clear of anyone but Palestinians. 
That is what that means. That is why when they attacked Israel, they didn't just kill Jews. They killed a Baha'i family. They killed a Bedouin Muslim family. They killed everyone in their way who was a civilian who couldn't fight back because they want the entire land from the West Bank to the Med to be clear of anyone but them. That is what that phrase means. And anyone who tries to say that phrase means something else or it can have many meanings is disingenuous, naive, or a fucking liar. Period. That is what that phrase means. I don't care if you decide you want to say it and mean something else. What it means is what it means. And that means the death of everyone who is not Palestinian inside of the land of Israel. And when you say there's only one solution or the final solution, it means you want every Jew on earth dead. It was a phrase started by Hitler and continued by anti-Semites. And it doesn't have other meanings. You don't get to say, well, it's an evil phrase, but it has other meanings that I want to give it. No, 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 no. It has one meaning. Both of these phrases have only one meaning. And if you're saying them, that is what you're saying. Whether it's what you want to be saying or you want to claim to be saying doesn't matter. What you are saying is you want every Jew on earth dead or you want at the very least every Jew and every non-Palestinian in Israel dead. That's what those phrases mean. And anyone saying them, I will treat them as that's what those phrases mean. If you say final solution in front of me, you are saying you want me dead. If you are saying from the river to the sea in front of me, you're saying you want my family dead. That is what you are saying, and I will respond in kind. Sorry. I think uh, another thing that people have seen, and there's, there's just stuff I just can't get behind, like going to a girl's house and killing your grandma right in front of her and live streaming it. Like, that's just though, though, there's just certain things like that that's just deplorably wrong, you know. Yeah, like well, I get it. These worse than, oh, okay, okay. They, they they went to one kibbutz where they grabbed someone who was outside and forced him to open the door so that the people who might possibly have been armed couldn't get to their weapons in time. And then they that person that they made open the door, they kept him alive to the end while they slowly killed and/or raped and killed everyone in the kibbutz, knowing it was his fault that he opened the door. They specifically did that to torture him mentally and and emotionally before he before they then shot him in the head and well you know this because they live streamed it they recorded it it's not like they have i mean there have been two or three supposed hamas leader type people that we don't want to kill civilians we were just put in a situation where they were in front of it no no no. you specifically went and attacked civilians you specifically looked for and 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 planned to kill civilians sorry Alarm but um, uh, it's okay. No, it's just um, I just don't know how people can even get behind it. Even if you're like pro-Palestinian or whatever, not just Hamas, just pro-Palestine, how could you look at that and go, "This is what we stand for"? Because that's what you're essentially standing for. Is you can yep. just go to people's house and murder them. That's that's wrong on so many levels. I don't even care. Like, there, there's just certain things you just can't. I just personally can never get behind, or I don't know how these people can get behind. It's like, so so these women out there, these Palestinian women, are out here basically just from what they've been doing kind of just endorse the use it's okay for this group to have just gone in there and just slaughtered a bunch of women raped them and mutilate them that's what they're saying these are the same women that'll be out there on twitter every day going yeah women rights and i don't and women this and all but you'd well, with your flag say that palestinian women are more than happy to live under sharia law and they have no rights <laughs> yeah this the thing is 
I just don't get all these people like on social media that claim they love women. They want to support women. They were okay with supporting this Palestinian flag, which basically pretty much means at this moment, not exactly the whole nation, but just what that person did. People know if you have that, that means you supported these women getting killed that day. Women that, women that literally have no clue what happened, conflict, nothing. You wouldn't slaughter innocent people that have no clue what's been going on and have no, probably no, no, uh, what's the best way I can say? They have no fight in the dog in the fight to the problem that has occurred between these two well, nations. Some of them might, some of them may, I mean, well, I mean every, everyone, everyone in do. Israel has to serve in the military. So they all served at some point in, yeah. in their lives, generally speaking, but especially that concert attacking the kibbutz was evil. Attacking civilians was wrong. But the, the thing that gets me the most, the thing that I can't back, I can't understand. I can't allow anyone to try to, to, to talk over or, 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 or discuss away is that concert. It was a concert for peace. It was a concert specifically about people who want there to be peace between Arabs and Jews, between Muslims and Jews, between Arabs and Israelis. It's insane that that's where they attacked. That that's where they raped the most women, where that's where they slaughtered people in the most disgusting ways. I just like, like, that it undermines everything that anyone tries to say about this. And and I'm sorry, there was like the fucking idiots that like queers for Gaza and gays for Gaza. Like, you do understand that they 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 execute you, right? Because the, the Middle I mean, East is very, very not only, if you if you if you are an actual gay yeah. in Gaza, your only <laughs> chance to live is to escape to Israel. Except even then they will send death squads into Israel to pull you out of safe houses, drag you back to Gaza and execute mm -hmm. you in the square. And I'm not saying that because I, I, I don't like them. I'm saying it because it's actually happened. Not to mention just recently, one of the, one of the leaders for queers for Gaza decided to go, but he didn't go to Gaza. He went to the West bank. And I guess they didn't hear about his sign, his big signs and his big protests of queers for Gaza because they chopped his head off publicly. Just a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's why I, I never got the, I never got, that's why I never never got the whole queers or politics. The Middle Eastern, I mean not all, all, all not only are most of the religions very like conservative, it's most of the views are conservative, and they have a very big disdain for the gay people just in general. Like they well, hate yeah. you. They actually hate if you're like that. Like they're like over here, it's a lot yeah. more tolerant of that. Like we're not gonna uh, just execute you if you're gay. They'll just straight up murder you. That's just how it works over there. Yeah, and and people talk about how conservative Israel is, and that the, that the orthodoxy has too much power. Except mm -hmm. the third or fourth largest gay parade and celebration in the entire world is in Tel. We used to be in Tel Aviv every year. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be in Tel Aviv this year because there's a war. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I, I just people like, well, they're not doing the they, they didn't do the parade. I was like, yeah, because if they had a giant gay parade in Tel Aviv, it probably would be bombed, you morons. <laughs> like, I just like, I, I, if you're a feminist and you are pro Hamas or pro Palestine or pro West Bank, you're a moron. If you're gay <laughs> and you are pro Palestine or pro West Bank, you're a moron, period. These people want you dead or enslaved. So I, I just, I, I try to be understanding. I try to see people's other point of view. I try to see 
that other countries that do wrong and other things and every and all the things that we've done wrong, especially in the last couple decades. But I just like I, I'm sorry. There's no excuse there, and there's there's no excuse for for supporting it except either. How can there be peace? You're naive or you're stupid. Well, let's just you, you use that. Like when people talk about that that peace thing, how can there be peace? They literally went and slaughtered innocent women and civilians that maybe have had nothing to do with the conflict at all. Just talking, cuz like how can how can you ever want peace out of that? And, and this thing. Even if you, let's say hypothetically, because left is like living in this world, hypothetically, if you get that peace, the rest of our, what's the stop for that happening again? Why, why would you ever trust Nothing. someone like that? Nothing. Because, because leaders of Hamas come out and specifically said what happened on the 7th, that they're proud of it and that they will yeah. keep doing it and they will never stop doing it. Okay. I came, I came up with this, 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 this metaphor or theory or whatever, whatever. <laughs> so there's a dude who's really good at martial arts mm -hmm. and another dude walks up and just kicks him in the balls. And then punches him in the throat and thinks he's like taking him down. Except the martial artist gets up and starts literally just destroying the dude who attacked him out of nowhere. And everyone around him, around the martial artist is going, dude, 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 dude. We get it. You took him out. We need to stop. But while he's dealing with this guy, the martial artist is thinking about stopping. But the guy who he's beating up. As he's beating him up, the guy's going, I will never stop. I'm going to come back. I'm going to fucking stab you in the back. I'm going to punch you. I'm going to kick you. I'm going to put, I'm going to try to shoot you in the head. Should the martial artist stop? While everyone around him telling him, dude, 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 you've gone too far. You've gone too far. You should stop. While the guy he's fighting is continuing to say, I will never stop. I will come at you again and again and again. Everyone around you is saying you need to stop. You've gone too far. But the guy you're fighting is saying he will never stop coming at you. He will never stop attacking you from behind. He will never stop trying to get you when your guard is down. I mean, should the martial just, artist stop and let this asshole just keep attacking him? Mm -hmm. Or, or do, do, you, do you fucking put the motherfucker down till he stops saying shit? Mm-hmm. As long as the leaders of Hamas are still publicly coming out and going, we will never stop. We love what we did on the 7th. We will do it again and again and again. Yeah, you got to get rid of those people. Those people, like, have to die, you know? Like, there's no, you can't make peace with them. It's, uh, it's like, bruh, it's like we were talking about last night with uh, the whole Toby and Nara thing. It's like, you can't reason with someone like, like only in an anime that's able to happen because it's, yeah. People think they're like the hero of the story or something like that. No, in real life, you can't murder with, you can't reason with people like that. That just does not exist. I don't know what Also, and people are talking about proportionality. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm sorry, 40,000 people were killed in the Blitz in England when the Germans kept attacking London and, and other civilian cities. So the Allies hit Dresden and they flattened it back to the stone age they destroyed the entire city dresden was worse than nagasaki and hiroshima mm -hmm. talk about proportionality i'm sorry you killed 40,000 english so more than 150,000 germans died is that proportionality uh, uh, we lost 3,000 people on 911 how many people died in Iraq and Afghanistan? Hundreds See? of thousands. Yeah. Some right? people want to say millions. The, those numbers have, have been... You know, the media never reports on the real numbers because, you know, they need their narratives out there. 
Okay, but do I you mean, agree with this? I'm, I'm sorry. The idea that that Israel mm-hmm. has to be proportional and that they have to stop before they've gotten rid of as much, if not all, of Hamas, because mm-hmm. Hamas has set it up that civilians will die as well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nuts, and no other country faces this when they're fighting a war. And 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 by the way, no other country in the world sends both uh uh leaflets and pamphlets as well as making open air calls and reports this is where we're going to bomb this is where we're going to 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 hit please evacuate please leave we know that there are mortars here or that there are weapon caches here or that there's a a underground bunker here and we have to hit it please leave mm-hmm. no one else in the world does that because when you do that the bad guys have a chance to put more civilians in that area and or take the things you're trying to destroy out of those areas. It's one of the reasons these things keep going on so long is because the Israelis are trying to kill as few civilians as freaking possible. Mm-hmm. And it allows Hamas to be more fucking bad. I just, I feel like, well, well, what about all those civilians who can't leave? I mean, you mean they can't leave because Hamas put fucking IEDs in the highway so that if you try to evacuate certain areas, you're gonna die anyway. Yeah, how is that Israel Israel's fault? I, I, I'm sorry, Israel's in trouble because these people can't evacuate because their own government seeded mm-hmm. their highways with bombs. Mm-hmm. But this is Israel's fault, huh? And what was the country where the people just got fed up with the leader? Pretty sure it was Saddam Hussein or some shit like that. But they just executed him. The people just wanted to just kill him. Well, people wanted to kill Saddam Hussein for a long time because he was, him and especially his son were the most evil, sadistic, disgusting, horrible, torturous, Mm -hmm. murderous, rapacious. I'm I'm sorry, Saddam Hussein and Udi Hussein are, if demons exist on earth, those two were fucking possessed and demonic. What they did did to their own people, what they did to their own, oh my God, it's so... So disgusting, so horrific. They, they, they... Saddam Hussein and Udi Hussein make, make Hamas look like fucking choir boys. So that's what I was trying to bring up, which is people like that will get executed eventually by these people. And just but to show it. you, they, much... they had too much power. They couldn't yeah. be destroyed until yeah. we went in and did it. And then I'm sorry. Yeah. Whether, okay, there's two things about Iraq, and, and a lot of people mm-hmm. get mad at me, but I don't fucking care right now. A lot of people are mad at you for a lot of things because it's because you're a woman. That's you know. <laughs> yeah. no, no. One is we put Saddam Hussein in power because he was Western educated, he was very charming. We did not know about his background or his, mm-hmm. his sick, twisted ideologies, and we were fighting Iran, and so was Iraq. So we gave Saddam a bunch of power. But that put our taint on everything he did afterwards because we helped him gain power. And then when he invaded fucking Kuwait and we had the chance to take him out, we stopped at the border and we didn't. So the 100,000 Kuwaitis who were put in an oubliette and left to starve to death for years and eat each other was partially our fault. The U.S. soldiers who died was our fault. I'm sorry. When you put someone in power and then you and then they do something over the top and you don't take them out, you're you are tainted by that. On top of that, there were multiple generals, there were multiple Iraqi generals who said straight up when they were when when they were captured that, well, 
I knew that there was a nuclear program. I wasn't in charge of it, but he was. And then you go to that channel, he goes, Jenny goes, no, no, I wasn't in charge of it. He was. I mean, fucking Saddam Hussein was playing like hide the fucking nuclear weapons, like back and forth. Like all of his generals knew that someone else was in charge of it. They all knew that there was a nuclear program. Turns out there wasn't one. But the idea that everything was a lie and that they knew from the beginning that there was absolutely no weapons of mass destruction is a fucking lie. Everyone comes out, everyone says it today. Oh, we were lied to, we were lied to. We were lied to, but we were lied to by people who were lied to. Now, I think that they figured out really quick that a lot of the shit was obviously like all these generals think that somebody else is doing something, like, like um, there's lie. And we could have stopped. We could have just taken fucking Saddam out and come home and stopped and not dealt with fighting through the entire country and dealing with urban warfare, which we were not prepared for quite as well as we should have been. And everything else, uh, that's very questionable. Absolutely. But the idea that when we first went in, that we were sure that they had, that we were pretty damn sure that they had weapons of mass destruction, that was not a lie in the very, very beginning. It became a lie very soon afterwards, but it was not a lie in the very beginning. And I get really annoyed that everyone acts like it was just that, 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 that Bush and Congress just came out and went, well, we're going to lie to the American people so we can go to war for no particular reason except to make money for the military-industrial complex. I'm sorry. Yes, the military-industrial complex controls a lot. And then the, the, the desire for oil and control controls a lot. But it was not, it, it, it just wasn't the way people talk about it. It just wasn't. And I, and I get really annoyed and frustrated about that personally. Um, also, I, I am friends with someone who was in a unit. He, he had had a personal emergency and had left, so he wasn't there when it happened. But the, uh, the unit of Marines that got hit with sarin gas when they went into one of the uh, bunkers, and they're like, oh, well, that, th- that must have been left over from the, the, the first Gulf War. No, 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 that gas dissipates. I'm sorry, no. He was still making fucking weapons that are consi- chemical weapons that are considered weapons of mass destruction. They were not nuclear weapons, but they were weapons of mass destruction. Not to mention one thing that everyone f- forgets when you talk about Iraq is the Marsh Arabs, a culture that had not changed in over 3,000 years, anthropologically considered one of the greatest cultures in the world because they had not changed in 3,000 years, but they refused to serve Saddam. So first he blocked up the river so the Marsh Arabs didn't have any way to live their, their normal lives. And then when they begged for water and food, he sent them poisoned water and food and then used chemical weapons to wipe them out. There are almost no Marsh Arabs left in the world. So he did have weapons of mass destruction because he was killing mass groups of people with them. Sorry, I, I just... It just wasn't nuclear. No, there was no actual nuclear weapons. But weapons of mass destruction normally Mm -hmm. consider biological weapons, chemical weapons, and nuclear weapons. Just the fact that there was no nuclear does not mean that there were no weapons of mass destruction under the definition of fucking the UN. And the UN Mm -hmm. has never done its job, ever. Mm -hmm. I just... I start to get very, very angry. (laughs) No, it's... uh, I think people are going to understand. Like, people keep thinking, oh, because this organization is in charge of things that means they're just taking care of everything in the best way possible it's like i mean the nikki haley thing uh, people forget about nikki haley is nikki haley was broke at one point then she started lining her pockets with people that'll pay her to start you know saying what they want her to say then a couple months down the road think six months to a year she became a millionaire how did someone who was completely broke become a millionaire in less than six months to a year 
oh, she started lining up her like, pockets with someone who would pay her. By joining the board of, of Boeing and working with a lot of other weapons manufacturers. That's why I think a lot of this stuff happens is people put all their faith into these organizations and people to fix everything. When in reality, people have like such conflicts of interest and their own self-interest at that, that they're just looking out for themselves. When also, they, money like that's on the table, they, they fucking switch oh, up. We're, I'm sorry, we're modern Americans are in many ways lazy, uneducated, un-understanding mm -hmm. of other cultures, un-understanding of the world in general, and un-understanding of our own history. Do you know when World War II like, like literally officially totally ended, the, the Allies pulled out completely at the end in Germany? Do you know when, in, when World War II ended in Germany? When did World War II end? I don't think I remember. No, no, like fully, fully end. Not not just signing the, the, the contracts, but the American forces pulled out of being an occupying force. Hmm. 1995, I was there. I watched mm -hmm. US, I watched US tanks mm -hmm. roll out of a German airport and German tanks roll in. I watched U.S. forces pull out, the very, very last final forces pull out of Germany in the 90s. Because that's what, that's what nation building used to mean. Nation building was you beat a country up in war, and then you went in and you stabilized it, and you made sure it was stable, and you mostly pulled out, but you left a few people there to make sure that everything stayed stable and that it was an actual democracy and an actual stable situation before you pulled out. That's why we still have bases and we still actually have military bases in Germany. They're just separate U.S. bases. But they didn't used to be for a long time. We still have bases in South Korea. We still have bases in Japan. All of these countries are stable because we spent decades making sure they would be stable and sticking around to make sure that they were okay. We didn't do that in Afghanistan. We put a, we put a, a fucking bullshit government in place that sort of looked good on paper and never did anything to make sure that they were legitimate, that they were stable, that they were functional, not in any way, shape, or form. We didn't do that in Iraq either. We made sure they got a constitution and we fucking just left it all to them and their culture. I'm sorry, that's fucking racist to me. Germany, France, Italy, we made sure all that shit was fine. Japan, South Korea, Guam, we made sure that shit was fine. But the Middle East, Africa, no, we just do the little, the smallest, most basic thing to make sure that we sort of did our part. And we say, we call it nation building, we walk away and let it all turn to shit. That's racist. We don't actually take care of brown people in other countries. We don't make sure those countries are stable. We don't make sure that they're taken care of and that their people are going to be all right. No, no, no. We don't take the decades, decades it takes to actually nation build in those places. How is that not racist? Ah, there's so much going on in the world, you know? Like, ugh. even just things that we talked about last night, remember, like, our governor could just, like, clean up San Francisco? And I'm, I'm glad Tucker Carlson brought it up in his podcast with uh, Candace Owens with, wait a minute, wait, hold on, wait a minute. Because people don't understand, people love to look at stuff and just go like, oh, they did it finally. No, 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 no. There needs to no, be a no, lot more looking to that. It they, it, a, it's temporary. It's going to go back to being the way it was within yeah. weeks, if not months. And B, they did it for Let's Xi. Not mm -hmm. for the people, not for the state, not for the country. They did it for Xi. Because mm. fucking Newsom thinks that Xi is, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's the cat's meow. He thinks he's just so special. 
And people, so there's two very important things. The first thing is where do he put all those people? I guarantee he put them in an abandoned building. Some of them went to abandoned buildings, and a whole bunch of them were just shipped out of the state, just shipped to other states. So that's what they're doing in New York. They're just taking them and putting them on planes and shipping them to other states and other countries. It's completely obscene. I mean, there's no way to fix them at this point. I don't necessarily disagree with that. That's one of the, I you know, that might be the only good things they ever did. But the thing here that I want to bring up to people is listening to this is understanding this. He literally cleaned it up in like, not, not in a week, not no, two weeks. Hours. Someone said, I'm coming over to visit and did it in less than 48 hours. That, you know how much that warps our perception of what these politicians can do? Because everyone says they can't do yeah. this much because there's so many things. No, he literally cleaned up an entire, we cleaned one of the biggest cities in the world in less than 48 hours. California has one of the biggest cities in the entire world. outside of like Chicago and fucking New York City and uh, the one in, I think, one in Texas or, or whatever, right? We have some of the biggest cities here in the world. Sacramento, San Diego, San Francisco, and LA. He cleaned up mm-hmm. one of the biggest cities in less than 40 hours. Too much implications that is if mm-hmm. he can clean up one of the biggest cities in the world filled with drug addicts, fucking dirty, disgusting, rapists, fat okay. news. Well, okay, no, no, no. well, okay, there's two things. One is he can clean it up temporarily in 48 hours. Right, right, right. To clean it up permanently would probably yeah. take months or years, but you yeah. could do it. You could absolutely yeah. do it. You proved it. Yeah, we that's what I was That's what going to bring up, which is like, wait a minute. If you during can just, during, during mm-hmm. COVID, when yeah. they couldn't do anything at the convention center, they used yeah. the convention center as a as a a central place that they had they had beds for the homeless they had showers mm-hmm. but they also had all these different departments that would normally be separate or in different buildings or whatever all mm-hmm. together and you went you just went from one booth to the next booth to the next booth and like and and we got thousands of people registered for all sorts of help we got thousands of people off the street a bunch of them probably ended up back on the street but i mean at least temporarily we mm-hmm. were getting things done because it was all in one place and it was all and all the energy and power was just set towards it. Now, the, the convention center is far too expensive to use that way. It's stupid and, 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 and it was a waste of money when they tried to keep doing it longer. But the idea that you need to put all of these places, all of all of these organizations, all of these 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 companies in a central location so that you can if you're homeless, you can go in and just go from office to office to office in one building. And get things taken care of. The idea that they, they went back to no no it's different spread out organizations all over each city afterward like like how can you go oh, back to that it's like oh, how can you do oh, that when so, you know that there's an efficient way to do this? Because what I was gonna bring up is the fact that people keep bringing up all oh, politicians have so much on their plate they can't do this they can't do that no, we they, can't spread a total no 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 all that is disproven with. Because if this happened in some fucking backwater town in Michigan, ain't nobody giving a fuck about that, right? But this happened in the uh, fucking biggest yeah. state in this nation, in one of the biggest cities. That means these guys have more power than we even thought ourselves just from what he just did. So that means all this bullshit is going on constantly, every day, 24 hours, fucking 365 days a year. And has someone like him can clean up the biggest city in the world. What are these then you guys are just sitting on their ass doing nothing then? They can, they can fix this stuff, you know? I'm sorry. Right before they decided to clean it all up because she was coming, mm-hmm. the city council of San Francisco had a big meeting and they got very upset and they're going to take care of something very important. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that the hot dog vendors were selling bacon wrapped hot dogs and that's illegal. <laughs> not the amount of human feces on the ground, not the amount of homeless, not the drugs, not the assaults, not the thefts, bacon wrapped hot dogs. That was what they were so angry about. Huh. This is the same fucking governor that literally ban- is going to ban Skittles by 2025. Skittles, the fucking candy. Oh my God. 
That's that's where our problems are at. Banning candy. That's where our problems should be at. Banning fucking candy. I'm that's- sorry. California had a California had so much excess money. And San Francisco was turned to trash by Newsom. And then Newsom became governor. And now we don't have a, 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 a surplus. We have a deficit, a huge deficit. And he wants to now be president and do it to the whole country. No way that guy was, that guy was Gavin's president. You, you, you might you might just see people just mass hanging themselves. I'm not even kidding. That that would be absolutely just terrible. Holy crap. It would be so bad. Like I'm, I'm just saying, like he becomes there's no way, no way he doesn't even make make it past because I prefer there's a few stages before you get to become the nominee for the Democratic Democratic Party. There's no way he makes it past even the nominee stage. No way. I, Michelle Obama has a better chance than he does. No way. And I mean she's garbage herself too. But because this is the thing, you know, you know why I think he she would be the more bigger candidate they push over him because she's a woman. They want to push a female president, first black female president. You know how these fucking idiots think. And they he, know they he can't do Kamala because everyone hates her. <laughs> Nobody likes her. He's running, I, I'm being honest here. I think she's running the country. No, no way Biden is. He's retarded. There's no way she's running dead. the country. There's no way she's running oh, the country. Obama, going on? I'm just saying. Obama, oh, Obama or her are running it. Every single bureaucratic person that he has working for him was originally put in place by Obama. Now, now you want to say that 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 Michelle was running Obama movement, maybe, <laughs> and maybe she's running things now. But it sure is telling Kamala Harris that woman, Chat GBT makes more sense than that woman. Like, I'm sorry, every time she speaks, I, I how were you ever a prosecutor? You cannot put a sentence together. <laughs> she talks about how she likes. Like how much she likes school buses, <laughs> yellow school buses are especially. I'm sorry. M- m- maybe she is running things, and she. No, just- I- I'm just saying either Obama or Kamala Harris is running things because yeah, we, if you look at Joe Biden, him speaking, he's his brain is done. There's no way that guy's his running anything. Is, his brain was mushed decades ago, but yeah, yeah, this guy isn't running. And people forget Joe Biden was Obama's vice president when Obama was running at a time. Yeah, I'm sorry, the dude is. He's brain dead. He he's being kept alive by a necromancer or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shit they fucking give like uh Keanu Reeves to still look as young as he does. Literally just vampire blood. No, 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 no. You do not get to compare the kindest, most generous, most honest, <laughs> most decent person in all of Hollywood with anyone still in left. politics. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's one of the, actually it's probably one of the last decent people left in Hollywood for being honest here. Holy crap. There are no, people I'm, in Hollywood that have that have paintings in their closet there there are dorian gray motherfuckers in hollywood you do not get to put keanu reeves in that because keanu reeves is like he he's like the, he's like the most purest human being i've ever met I, i'm just saying like there's no way he's running the country it's her or it's no, no. It's, her. it's obama it's obama it's and obama's obama. people he did an interview he did an interview he said man I couldn't deal with all the crap for a third term, but you know, if I could just sit in my basement in my sweats and someone else had to like deal with all the people and be in front and I could just run the country from my basement. Oh yeah. I'd love to have a third term. <laughs> I'm sorry. How is that any different from what we've been experiencing? <laughs> God, him running for a third it's, term. It's, he, it's kind of funny. It's Obama, it's Obama or it's the deep state. I just, I don't believe Kamala Harris has the brains to be running anything. Good lord, man! Just 
he that's funny that he actually thinks that he's gonna he was he'll be getting a third term in general. That's that's very funny. That's actually so laughably funny. <laughs> it's unconstitutional. You cannot have a third term. But yeah, he that's seems be, he seems to be having one technically. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's also weird. He was the most voted president in United States history. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sorry. You want to tell me there was no? If you want to say there was no organized, concentrated mass fraud sure I, I i can possibly possibly believe that but if you're gonna tell me there wasn't lots and lots of little to moderate amounts of fraud here there and everywhere fuck you mm-hmm. it, and, and and that it taint and changed the election fuck you i'm sorry no there's no way that joe biden got 81 million votes and there's no way that everything that looks perfectly normal and everything reasonable suddenly changes at three o'clock in the morning at the last minute mm-hmm bullshit <laughs> i remember i was watching it trump was winning yeah he was actually winning i remember when i went to bed he was winning i was like oh he's he's gonna win it's just this is too much of a landslide and suddenly joe biden like joe biden has won i was like whoa whoa, whoa what everyone's yeah. dead people voting what are we like well, there have always been dead people voting in chicago oh, yeah. and, and, and uh louisiana but now there are dead people <laughs> voting everywhere <laughs> <laughs> Jesus and all Christ. those dead people like Biden because he was dead too. He's dead inside <laughs> right when he was running. That's that's how it works around here. <laughs> oh god. But let's get into some anime talk. So, as everyone knows you're a big fan of One Piece, you know? Mm-hmm. So, what did we not go over the last time that we talked? Um Okay, who's hotter, Nami or Nico Robin? Hmm. If you're talking about just hot, like just physicality, just, probably just physicality. Nami. Yeah. But yeah. if you're talking about all rounds, personality, everything, I say Nico mm-hmm. Robin, but I'm an archaeologist, so I'm probably biased. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. I also uh, really like money, though, so I like Nami. I mean, if you could put Nico and Nami together, then that would be me. <laughs> do, so I want to ask you, do you think, because I know Yellow Flash had this opinion when he was going through the, or keep in mind, you guys, Yellow Flash is just going through the manga right now. Uh, a lot of people in his thread when he when he talked about that, they were like, "Oh, the Alabasta arc went a little went went a, a little bit too long." And I was like, "Ah, oh, it." I guess you could say it went on a little too long, but I never felt like it was bad. It was actually pretty well, good. What I the problem with Alabasta? Alabasta was supposed to originally be the end. Alabasta yeah. was where was where um, Oda was going to end it if he if he didn't get permission to continue on and, and to expand and 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 to put all of the things that he had in, in his mind in, into it because I mean in the very beginning people didn't know that One Piece was going to be One Piece <laughs> it was really supposed to be five years and it was going to end basically at Alabasta or at the uh, Alabasta was going to lead to something sort of like the Paramount War or something similar but that was going to be like the end um, when he realized that One Piece was doing so well and that he was going to be given permission to continue on he extended Alabasta a bit in a way so that it had its own ending and that the anime could continue on. So when people say that Alabasta goes on a little long, I'm like, well, yeah, it kind of does in some ways, but there's very, very legitimate reasons for that because we didn't want it to be the end of the show. We want it just to just be the end of its arc type of thing. I mean, he it's, always wanted to go to Skypea. He always wanted to do those other things, but he never thought he would be allowed to. What do you think is like the most underrated arc in One Piece that people don't talk about? Anything that needs a little bit more credit? Fishman Island. A lot of people, I hear a lot of people talk about Fishman Island that, ah, it's not so great. And ah, it wasn't so, I think Fishman Island is so important. You learn so much more about the 
um, Ancient Weapons. You learn more about Joy Boy. I think that might be one of the first times we actually hear the name Joy Boy actually said. Hmm. Um, all the stuff with Shirohoshi. Uh, I mean, also just who, who, so much of who Monkey D. Luffy is, mm-hmm. is, is shown in, in, in Fisherman Island to me. Like when he's with Shirohoshi and she's like crying, he's like, God, you're a crybaby. I really don't like you, but he's smiling. He's laughing. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't like you, but being trapped in here sucks. I'll take you to see, I'll take you to the forest or I'll take you to see your mom's grave or I'll take you to whatever. I mean, it's like, he doesn't have to like you to help you. He just has to decide that you need help. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and when he's like, he's like, no, no, I can protect you. Absolutely. We go out there. No one's going to touch you. Nothing's going to happen. Let's go. Don't worry about it. And then when, when, when um, Jinbei is all like, I need you to be a hero. And he's like, I don't want to be a hero. I don't have anything against heroes. Heroes are great guys, but I'm not a hero. And everyone's looking at him like, what are you talking about? You're a hero. Like, you were a hero in Skypea. You were a hero in Alabasta. You're a hero everywhere. And um, hold on a second. You're really loud. Mom. Hello? So, um, so, 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 so <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm just like, <laughs> I like, wait a minute. You're a hero like all the time. What are you talking about? And he's just like, if there's meat, and you're a hero. You have to give the meat to everybody. I want all the meat for me. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just looking at him. And suddenly, there's this moment of, yeah, that 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 that's how Luffy would that that's how Luffy would define everyone in life. How how you respond to meat. <laughs> oh and man! I know a lot of people. I mean, Hody Jones is not a great villain, and 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 the. The steroid is an interesting, but not like all that great or all that important thing. But I think there's a lot that happens in Fishman Island that people mm-hmm. overlook that I think is important mm-hmm. to the story and important to how we feel about a, a lot of these characters. And um, I mean, like the, the scene at the revelry when like all the different princesses that have been saved by Luffy in some way are all standing together and they're all talking about him. You've got Rebecca, you've got Vivi, you've got Shiroshi. <laughs> And uh, Leo and the Tontatans, like, yeah, yeah, we're part of the we're part of the Straw Hat fleet. We can protect you. Like, like, I mean, he 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 brings Luffy is Joy Boy. He brings joy to so many people. He brings happiness and and confidence and 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 just a, a a sense of a better future to so many people from so many different people and from so many different ways. I just I love it. I I love One Piece so much. I mean, the the thing I say that that. I get shit for sometimes where people are like, oh, whatever. But it's a very different medium and it's a very different level of sophistication of language. But to me, One Piece is the same level of fiction, of storytelling, of of influence as Tolkien. I mean, I think he's one of the greatest writers of all time when it comes to story, not necessarily to the language of the story, not necessarily to the medium, but to the actual story, to the actual characters, to who they are, to what they give to the reader. I think he, his, his level of storytelling is as important as Tolkien and possibly maybe even Shakespeare. I'm, I'm not sure about that, but possibly even Shakespeare. Like, I really think he is one of the greatest writers and that there is 
politics and philosophy and sociology and psychology and so much in every arc, even when it seems like it's not, there's so much going on. And, and honestly, there's so much going on in connection to our world. Um, just, it's really, one of the things I find really, really interesting on a lot of the, like the Facebook one piece groups and some of the other international one piece groups is you see people from all sorts of countries that are not very free and have a lot of uh, censorship or repression or oppression. And you see people from these places reading One Piece and just seeing that their world could be different. And I mean, I mean, Whole Cake Island and um, all of uh, Big Mom's area. Mm-hmm. You you live in peace and every there's there's no there's no bigotry and there's no whatever and you're totally safe and well except for the fact that you got to give up a piece of your soul every six months <laughs> and your children's souls every six months and mm-hmm. her fucking kids can do whatever they want to anyone and no one's ever going to say anything against them mm-hmm. and if she goes into one of her hunger rages she might just destroy your house or kill you or your kids and there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do about any of these things. I'm sorry, that doesn't actually sound like freedom and peace and 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 safety, actually. Mm-hmm. Or um <sighs> Skypea. Oh yes, we're all happy and everything else, but we can't say anything wrong and we can't say anything that anyone might possibly I mean, it's like living <laughs> in fucking East Germany. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen the Skypea arc in so long before I remember that's the arc when they fought Ineru, right? He's the guy yep, who can control lightning. Eneru. I mean, yeah. that's one of the first times we deal with, uh, with with serious issues of observation hockey and certain other things happening around us. Yeah, um, like serious actual oppression coming from someone who's just a tyrant, basically, or a totalitarian, as you would say. Yeah, you know? no, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like in Alabasta, we see people who think they're being dealt with it. They're think, dealing with an, an authoritarian because of what Crocodile was doing to make it look like Cobra wasn't the great king that he was. And we can see how people can be... Um, then an entire population can be can be uh, tricked and can be affected negatively by all these other things, even if you do have good leaders. And then in Skypea, we see what happens with really bad leaders. And honestly, like Skypea, <laughs> Skypea, Whole Cake Island, a lot of places where I'm just like, so many people are willing to give up actual freedom and actual safety for the illusion of safety and the illusion of a peaceful life. And it's like, I- I'm sorry. Like, I do understand that Eneru was actually like killing people from afar and that it's evil. But I mean, in the end, he was going to destroy all of Skypea anyway. Being, w- being afraid of fighting back against a superior power that has control over you just because there's a chance you might die is stupid and it, it is what Skypea shows in a lot of ways. And it's how, and it's something that I've believed for a long time, which is like, you might die fighting this, but at least if you fight this, other people will survive because all the people who refuse to fight Enru and refuse to, 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 to support, um, Godric or refuse to, to even just support each other. We're all going to die anyway, because Enru didn't care about them. And Enru was going to destroy the entire islands. All of the islands. He was going to make it crash to the Blue Sea. His attitude was all of this was 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 wrong, and he didn't like it. And he and after 
ruling over these people, he was just going to kill them all anyway. So all these people who, who are, are willing to live in oppression so that they and their kids are safe, well, you, you and your kids aren't actually necessarily safe. You don't know what a tyrant is actually going to do. And if you don't fight back, there's no, there, there's very well not a chance for the future that you think that you're willing to be oppressed to have. What's crazy about One Piece that I always loved as a concept is most people would look at the pirates as the bad guys, but the Navy's also bad too. Yeah, most of, the Navy, most, of the Navy are, most of the Navy are corrupt bad guys, or at least a very large percentage, if not most, a big group, a big, and and a lot of the pirates are bad guys, but a lot of the pirates aren't bad guys. I mean, Whitebeard wasn't such a bad guy. Shanks isn't such a bad guy. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's very interesting that just because someone has a title, that doesn't mean that's who they are or what that's, or, or what you think that title means doesn't mean necessarily that's that's what's going on or what's with them. But I also find it really interesting because uh, something I was thinking about the other day, like we, they talk about that, like, uh, well, the first time you even kind of hear about Nika or the sun God, you don't mm -hmm. hear about Nika. You hear about the sun God. We hear about the sun God in Skypea because we find out about with Nolan and with the Shandorians, they worshiped mm -hmm. a sun God. Um, and it's not, it's like, it's, it's it's forever before you it's years of our time at least before you hear sun god and nika being the same person and then that joy boy and nika are the same person and that so the sun god and joy boy and nika and the 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 uh the warrior of liberation like all of these names we hear at different times and then we finally feel as they're all the same person but i think we should have known that that luffy was someone connected to liberation from the very beginning he liberates kobe from Alvita. He liberates Shellstown from Morgan. He liberates uh, Alabasta from Crocodile. He liberates Skypea from Enaru. I mean, or Enel, or however you want to say his name. I mean, all he does is liberate people. He liberates Shirohoshi from her fucking room. <laughs> I just hated how they wasted the electricity thunder uh, curse fruit on him. Like, that's a cool as fuck power to have its power, power thunder. Why well, there's a lot him? of people who think that NL's gonna come back before the end of the show. That 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 he's gonna come back with all like that 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 the uh the cover story with him going to the moon and finding all of these all of those uh androids and then being able to wake them up with his electrical power and all this stuff from the that are connected in some ways to the ancient kingdoms and to the Shandorans and all that, that that's gonna come back eventually. So that'll be interesting. Maybe we will actually get to see his electric power again. And maybe he'll even have a way to try to fight Rubber Boy, but he won't be able to fight Nika. <laughs> like anytime, like, I mean, partially because I don't see Luffy using it all the time because he likes, he enjoys a good fight and everything else. But like, Fifth Gear is just, it's so broken. Like, <laughs> What he did to Kaido and what he did was just like grabbing lightning and changing the world around him and like like grabbing and, and then like when he goes in oh are you up to date with the manga? Like okay, so the last thing an egghead I've, and everything. I've been trying to catch up because like as you know, I told you I, I had got a chance to really watch or read one piece after the ace the backstory of Ace after the Marine Ford arc when Luffy was crying about and Jimbei told him you still have your team and I lied, that that that's pretty that's pretty uh yeah that was great. Yeah, yeah he's like, like, hey, yeah, that, that, you still that, have that, your and that depression and that 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 overwhelming sense of failure and 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 
and not understand that. And then that, mm -hmm. yes, horrible, horrible things have happened, but there is still good. Where, what is your good? Can you see it? And I then swear, like, you know, anime has some of the best all. lessons ever. Like, even in the coldest moments, one of the characters would be like, you know, there's still this for you. And the characters are like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Huh. I, uh, the last, well, I'm, trying to, piece, I'm trying to catch up a little bit. There's, well, just for me, One Piece, in a sense, in at least two different instances has basically saved my life because I made myself a promise that no matter how bad my disease gets, no matter how bad the pain gets, that I will see the end of one piece, no matter what. So I'm sticking to this fucking rock <laughs> until Oda finishes this story, no matter what. And there have been times when, especially with the DEA's attack on doctors and, and, painkillers and opiates and stuff and the, the the horrors going on in the pain community these days in this country and in the world um there have been times when it got really really bad and it's like literally like i just i almost i can't see a tomorrow i can't see how to get through the pain is so bad and i literally i i have little tiny figurines that i've gotten and I've got my Zoro and I've got my Luffy and I have a little Shirohoshi and I have these and I look at them and I'm like, I have to know the end of the story. I have to know what happens. Oda is such an amazing writer. He's such an amazing storyteller. I need to know the end of this story. And it it and I'll put it on. And even if I'm can't even pay attention to it, just having it in the background, knowing how important this story is, I think, in the long run, even possibly, like, the, the greatest fiction changes humanity. And I honestly think this has the p potential to make the world a better place in some ways, as great fiction can. And and I want to be there to see the end of it, to know, is the One Piece just some sake? Like, what's going on? What is it? What is that laugh tale? I need to know. <laughs> I need to know how Luffy changes the world. I need to know what happens. If you told women that there was a story about some characters with the will of D, oh lord, just <laughs> not a feminist that would come out. Oh my god, just imagine that. Yeah, what's the will of D? Uh, well, you don't want to know. <laughs> we don't know. All we know is that the will of D is people who are willing to to buff the system to to mm -hmm. to, to 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 be their own people. But that's all we know so far. And honestly, like the actually like, for, was it ten eighty eight or ten eighty six? Whatever. One of the manga we literally just saw in the brand new manga was mm -hmm. literally was was um. No, actually, I think it was a little bit earlier. Cause whatever, they keep going back to the revelry. They keep going back to all the Sabo stuff, and um, I just the emu. Sorry, I'm yawning. Emu said okay. specifically that the will of D was muted that, that like it, it's been diluted over years and years the people who keep showing the will of d don't even mm -hmm. know that they have it they don't even know what it is and i was like so what is it <laughs> <laughs> you know that's the problem with correa correa yeah. was the first person to say will of d freaking correa said it mm -hmm. in drum island that's before alabasta <laughs> like, well, like the the thing that I, I hate that's going to happen with One Piece eventually is, like, the series has been going on for so long. It has It's it's a hit with millions of people, my, myself included. I've, I've loved it ever since I saw it. 
there, I don't think there is like a satisfying ending. I, I hope it doesn't end like the way Naruto Shippuden did, where it pissed off so many people. But it, it not like where they were insulting the fans, but just like um, so tell how the story went, where it got so big, like the creator just didn't even know how to end it at that point. You know, it's like how does he make a well, satisfying I, ending? I think Naruto. To, to some degree, I think Naruto. Kishimoto, he was like, I know how to kill Madara, so I had to kind of do it this way. It's like, well, that's when the series gets too big. It's when things get yeah, like like, like he, partially part of the problem was he made Madara so big and so dangerous and so powerful and so he was that, supposed to be the end all be all originally. That's supposed to be the yeah, end all be all and, villain. And it should have yeah. ended with it should have ended with the fourth great ninja war and and stopping Madara, stopping yeah. the Ten Tails, and then we go back to to the village hidden in the leaves and Naruto becomes Hokage and everything and marries Hinata and everything's fine. And that's what should have ended. It should have just stopped there. It would have been beautiful and great, but he was given the chance to expand it. He was given the chance to do a sequel. And mm -hmm. so he had to come up with new bad guys that would unite or connect the sequel to that, which is when we started getting all these alien fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like, I, I honestly, I think it actually suffered from being ex expanded. I don't think I don't think One Piece has suffered from being expanded. I think mm -hmm. it could possibly in the end suffer from the five elder stars or, or the five elder planets now actually being so powerful and so strong and so beyond even admirals mm -hmm. and, and and emperors and stuff. Imu Sama being so powerful, having the ability to destroy an entire island possibly with the mother flame and all that. Um it's possible it could get too big, but I don't think it will. I think I think Oda Sama has had an idea of where he wants, like, an outline of everything from almost the very beginning and has had different ideas that have changed somewhat or expanded, but they've never actually... I don't think you ever actually to bring in something new completely without a reason for it or hope. I mean, the, the, the worst generation... The supernovas were like invented like forty five minutes before he 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 put that first chapter on Saba Odi where we see them out, and they've become so important. So many or so many of them become so important to the story. I mean, you got uh, Law and Killer and Kid and all that. What happened with Wano, and that couldn't have happened if they didn't exist the same way. But at the same time, I don't know. It just feels like Odasama has a lot more control over his story, over where he wants it to go, of what he wants to have happen and what can happen, I think, than Naruto did in some ways. Just personal opinion. I know there are some yeah. people who like Naruto better and, and would disagree with me, but... Oh, well, you know, you, you don't really have based opinions, you know? You get all your opinions from me, you know? <laughs> No, because, like, I just don't see a world where it's such a satisfying ending as people want to make it out to be. Remember, it has to, you have to, he has to basically give a good enough ending for the, the One Piece thing that Gold Rogers talked about. Then it's got to be a good ending for all the Straw Hat Pirates. I don't know how they're going to wrap up how the Navy's going to work. Just, those are just some of the biggest things in the series. Then... Oh. Okay, like part of the thing is I think some of the stuff that's happening in the manga right now, like the stuff that's mm -hmm. coming out the the last couple weeks with Kobe and what happened on uh Hashinotsu and 
the future of the Marines and everything. I mean, to me, the ending will have something to do, I mean, not to ruin it for anybody, and I may be completely wrong because Oda has done so many different changes and, like, last minute, like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> um, but I, to me, it's Kobe will become Fleet Admiral and will create a better, more honorable Marines that really do what Marines need to do. Luffy will take down the world government. There'll be much more freedom. I, I agree with the people who think that the that the red line is going to be destroyed, which is going to allow for the all blue for Sanji. And it will also allow just for much more freedom on the seas. And uh, the Revolutionary Army might help set up some like much more legitimate, much more honest world government that each nation has its own government that comes together, that does stuff like the UN supposed to, that never, but never does. <laughs> um, and I'm not sure if Luffy's going to live past the end, honestly. I think most of the Straw Hats will, but I'm not 100% sure Luffy will. But even if he does, it's just because he's the ability to become Nika doesn't mean that he's going to spend much time as Nika. He's just, he wants to sail the world with his friends and just have adventures. He wants the whole world to be able to come together in a giant party and 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 just every like like how they have a party at the end of every arc when they when they beat the bad guy and they have their big uh I mean like even when they were on Punk Hazard and Law's like, dude, we have to get out of here. He's like, we we don't have time for this. And he goes, You're right. And turns everybody goes, All right, everybody, party faster because we have to get out of here. <laughs> Law's like, we don't have time for a party, and he's just telling people to party faster. <laughs> Holy crap. He wants there to be, he wants to, I mean, he wants the entire world to come together in a giant party that everybody's happy and everybody, what he says in Wano, what he says to, to, uh, that he wants to create a world where she can be happy and eat all she wants anytime she wants. That that's the world that he wants. Everyone can eat all they want. Everyone can be happy, has the chance to be happy. That, that that's all he wants for the world and i think he can create a world like that and that's the end <laughs> so what's a one piece character you would sleep with sanji or zoro yes <laughs> oh my I'm god like, you suck like, i i'm in love with law i'm in love with, with zoro i'm mostly in love with sanji um, okay all right lady you can't be able to love triangle here you got to pick one <laughs> Big Mom's got 80-something husbands. I can have all I want. <laughs> okay, Big Mom's not a role. Okay, lady. You probably would sleep with Shanks. Holy shit. Oh, oh yeah. I would definitely take Shanks, too. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how that one arm's going to be working with you, but you take that. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, good Lord. Shanks doesn't have to do nothing but lie there, baby. <laughs> no. No. Stop it. Get your hand out. Stop it. God, the man has hey, one arm. That man's got more hockey than anyone else. God, it's crazy how Mihawk. I just tell people there's a reason why Shanks is stronger. I'll take Mihawk too. <laughs> no, okay, okay, okay. Fucking hell, kill, kill me now, Jesus Christ. Girl, <laughs> Mihawk is Mihawk is seeking out to fight Shanks. Ain't no Shanks going to know Mihawk, motherfucking weirdos out there. You know what I'm saying, motherfuckers is dumb. Like, let's be honest here. Ain't no fucking ain't Shane seeking out Mihawk to fight. He's doing that to, he, he's doing that himself. You know what I mean? Like, 
People say, oh, Mihawk's stronger than Shanks. Yeah, fucking Shanks wouldn't stop the war. What is Mihawk doing? Fighting in the war. Well, so, okay, when they say about, different there. about stronger, like, I get annoyed. Like, are you talking about, like, in a one-on-one fight? Are you talking I about think Shanks a beat his sword ass. fight or a fight? Like, like, I mean, a sword fight is not the same well, thing. Well, they're a fight with the swords, obviously. Necessarily. Yeah. I, I just think even if they fight one-on-one with the swords, I think Shanks wins so hard. I think it's not even close, really. Honestly, I'm not 100% sure. If it is nothing but a sword Unless Mihawk's fight, been holding back something this whole time, I'll give him credit there because it doesn't like he's ever went really all out on anything, honestly. Yeah, Mihawk's never... Mihawk's... Almost every single time we've seen Mihawk, he's been bored. <laughs> Even when he's <laughs> destroying entire groups, entire mm-hmm. entire fleets, he's bored. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I'm not sure that there isn't a lot more to Mihawk than people have seen so far, mm-hmm. A. B, if it's just a sword fight, even with hockey and stuff that can come into a sword fight mm-hmm. i think shanks is very good with the sword i'm not sword i'm not sure that he's necessarily a better sword fighter than mihawk when it comes to just when it comes to a battle in general yeah but he, but he at least thinks he's on even par with him because he does seek him out to fight like he he knows mihawk loved fighting shanks he yeah. loved fighting shanks he was so pissed when shanks lost that arm and he's like i'm not fighting an invalid <laughs> it's like he's not an invalid <laughs> but i get what you like, like I don't think, on top of everything else, I'm not, if Shanks could keep up with Mihawk with only one arm, I think that would actually be really hard for Mihawk to deal with. That means we know, <laughs> but that if he had two arms, he would just beat his ass. That means we know if he had two arms, that shit is over in like less than a second. Very possibly. I'm I'm not sure. I think there's more to Mihawk than people have had a chance to see. Yeah, but, but, that's, the, but that's always been the problem mean, look, with look anime. Zoro. That's what look, I hate, look, you know? Look at, look yeah. at how Zoro improved over the two-year time skip. Look how badass Zoro is. Yeah. How amazing Zoro is! Oh no, no, it's like the same thing. Still with, uh, hasn't beat Mihawk yet. <laughs> this is the same thing with uh, like Naruto. It's like when Naruto, Naruto learned more from Kakashi when he tried to do the wind style Rasen Shuriken, uh, the Rasengan. Yeah, mm-hmm. the wind style Rasen uh, Rasengan from Kakashi than he did from Jiraiya. People forget that Nar- Naruto didn't learn really like jack shit from Jiraiya for those three years. Like, what did Naruto learn? He learned more he in like the first time. He learned self confidence. He learned. Oh my god! He learned to be an adult to some degree, which is funny since Jiraiya is not really an adult. Um, Jiraiya's just no, basically the older version back. of Naruto. Sorry, you know, the, the time skip when he's with Jiraiya, he comes back a better. He comes back a better person in a lot of ways, and he did learn. Uh, he did learn about. I mean, he learned about the Rasengan from um, Jiraiya. Jiraiya. Yeah, but it was. But it was it was understanding using his clone, no understanding that he couldn't do it the way it was supposed to be done. But that using his clone would allow him to do it was, I, I no, thought no, it was a great well, way of showing how Naruto well, was able up, to overcome all sorts of stuff. Yeah, what I'm bringing up is like he Sasuke got a huge leap in power from Naruto and Sakura. It was pretty apparent this guy was on such a different level when they first met him. You gotta ask yourself, what the fuck? What are they doing when they were learning with these? I mean, for Jiraiya or Naruto, that that's what I was about to say. Jiraiya's a lazy motherfucker. Tsunade, Sakura, Sakura is also just weak and pathetic, too, for being honest here. No, Tsunade's, Tsunade's not weak. Sakura is. Like, so Tsunade tried her best, but she was like, from, Eventually, she learns from Tsunade, and she ends up with, with a certain amount of strength. But really, her strength is her ability to be an amazing healing ninja. And what yeah, she's yeah. able to do during the fourth Great Ninja War is is amazing and it's because she is a great healing ninja but i mean like 
Sasuke gets the uh, uh, huh. bullshit the, plot armor boost. The uh, the, Chitauri, the 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 lightning the 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 lightning fist or the lightning um, Chidori. Chidori. That's a that's the one. Yeah. He gets the Chidori at the same time that that Naruto is getting the Rasen uh the Rasengan, mm-hmm. right? And I no. mean. No, oh, I forgot. Sasuke had uh, the Chidori first when he learned it in the Chunin exams, remember? Naruto got the Rasengan right. after I mean, like, the... When you got that scene where where Naruto and, and Sasuke, like before Sasuke leaves the village, where Naruto and Sasuke are fighting on the roof. Oh, yeah. Almost, dude, he almost does Chidori and he almost does Rasengan to each other and and and, and, and yeah. she's like, no, you don't get to kill each other, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to do you don't get to use your super moves that are like death blows. No, 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 no. <laughs> like the, the jump that Sasuke got between like fucking part one and part two, yeah. that's my favorite arc when uh he when he's going after fighting Dadar and his brother and stuff like that. That's my favorite. That's like peak Shippuden to me right there. And then after that's good too, because you have the Toby reveal, which basically I mean understand how much how hyped that was so Sasuke talking about killing his brother in like episode four when yeah. they're when they team up when they get team seven together that was a huge buildup for one i i think they did it so well the payoff was so good and even after that yeah. it goes to show no, you that, that. that like that, is that not peak shippuden after that he's he finds tachi not that you feel like me toby tells him hey your brother was actually a good person that just like fucked his brain because it, it yeah. resembles like real life in a way where it's like what you believe is always not what's really happening. There's always something else going on that you yeah. don't know about. And then that made him go on this path of going down like like a moderate level. But that, that power boost he got, oh my God, what the fuck was Naruto and Sakura doing? He just like beat the shit out of them. That wasn't even fair. He probably just killed him for just being honest here, but you know, he was being a little generous at the time, I would say. I can see that. He literally um, just killed them. He suppressed the nine tails inside of me. He made the nine tails scared. Remember? Yes, but I'm actually, I'm starting to hurt. I'm getting a yeah. a pain spike. Yeah, uh, we're gonna end out of here right right now. Uh, last thing I'll ask is, uh, any shout outs you wanna give to anyone in particular? Anything else you wanna say before we head out? Actually, uh, well, I guess shout out to Common Nerd because he has me every Wednesday. <laughs> and um, <laughs> okay. Uh, and other days too, since he's now doing more stuff. But uh, I thought you were mine. I call dibs on you first. Like what, dude? I'm on his every Wednesday, no matter what. And other days, if he is off it, I'm on with you Tuesdays and Saturdays and today. So, <laughs> no, you you're employed by me. I pay you good money around here. <laughs> I wish. Damn, I'd like to make money doing this. Um, God, but... me too. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no other shout outs. I uh, just gonna go take some painkillers and have a good night. <laughs> Yeah, everyone, uh, it's great to have you on. Can we chat for a third appearance when I can get more into going back, diving down into one piece? As everyone knows, I'm going to be Pirate King. That's how it's going to work. Huh. And I hope, hopefully, Boa Hancock can ride Luffy's dick because that's what that man needs. 